one of the memes that caught my attention during this stay-at-home COVID-19 time says, this is the lentiest Lent I have ever Lented. Maybe you feel this way too. You've been asked to give up things that you didn't intend to, handshakes and hugs, walks along the lakefront, socializing in cafes, bars, and restaurants. Not necessarily for Lent, but certainly for the common good and for the love of neighbor, which is a spiritual discipline and a practice, and therefore a Lenten discipline. Now today, Good Friday, feels like the most Good Fridayest Good Friday I've ever Good Friday. In some ways, it doesn't feel like Good Friday at all because we're not gathered in a dimly lit church waiting in silence. The deeply meaningful rituals and practices that mark this day begin. We won't be kneeling before the cross, touching it with our hands or a kiss. So it's nothing like the Good Fridays of years past. And that's exactly why today feels so Good Friday-ish. The whole week has felt Good Friday-ish, a whole month. Nothing is the same, and it seems that everything has changed. There's a collective anxiety that hangs in the air. We feel the heaviness of death all around us. Even if we do not personally know someone who has died from the virus, we likely know someone who has the virus or know someone who lives in a vulnerable place like a nursing home, prison, a detention center. We're terrified for someone whose essential job puts them at risk. Or we're worried we might get it ourselves or maybe we already have. The grief that we share is palpable in these Good Friday times because there is so much loss loss of employment, shattered dreams for senior proms and graduations, loss of physical comfort to be with someone a hug and countless people who are dying alone, unaccompanied by their families in their final hours. One of the theologians that I follow, Debbie Thomas, told a story this week about her own experience of grief and loss. Several years ago, her daughter had been admitted to the hospital for anorexia. And soon after her admission, the doctors told her that she would not be able to see her depressed, malnourished child for several days. She says that she walked out of the hospital and ended up in a Catholic gift shop. And a woman who was working there asked her if she could help with anything, and Thomas just burst into tears and said nothing. The woman left for a minute and then came back with a tiny crucifix on a silver chain and then placed it in Debbie's hand and said, hold this, keep it with you. Only a suffering God can help. Thomas said she'd been thinking about that a lot since the coronavirus pandemic began. Only a suffering God can help. God is with us in the very midst of our loss and terror, mourning with us and for us. When we feel most vulnerable, most broken, most hopeless, we look to the very heart of who Jesus is 
revealed to us on the cross. On this Good Fridayist of Good Fridays, and in all times of sorrow, loneliness, betrayal, and grief, God is with us. And we look to the crucified one who bore our suffering and draws all people to himself. Now, I'll be honest with you all, or as Brene Brown encourages, I'll be vulnerable. I do not like Holy Week 2020. I'm disappointed that we won't be together for Easter Vigil tomorrow night. And I'm afraid that we'll never, never be able to shake hands or hug again at the passing of the peace. I'm longing, longing to be with you for a Eucharistic feast, placing bread in your hands and saying, the body of Christ given for you. And in general, I'm just tired, uncertain, and afraid. Who knows how many more will die? How many more sorrows, disappointments, and farewells will we face? I don't even want to say it out loud because it just seems too much to bear. And then there's a whisper. Only a suffering God can help. And I imagine Mary standing at the foot of the cross, eyes swollen with tears, her heart breaking, her lungs gasping for air as she watches her son dying for the suffering of the world. Her grief, our grief, the world's grief are held in the arms of the crucified one this night in every night. Our suffering and sorrow, our doubts and despair, our agony and anguish are joined not only to Christ, but to the brokenness of all creation. And yet in John's gospel, what looks like defeat is victory. What seems like an ending is a new birth. And maybe all we can hope is that God will be here tonight in our flesh and that somehow the cross will be to us healing and resurrection. When our bodies cannot gather together to observe this solemn sign of salvation, as we usually do on Good Friday, kneel before the cross, touch it, kiss it, meditate and pray in the presence of others, what we can do is trace its movement over us on this Good Friday 2020. No, we cannot be together. But yes, we are deeply bound to Christ and to one another in this saving sign. Trace it on yourselves and on your loved ones, even through a screen. Behold, the life-giving cross on which was hung the Savior of the whole world. Amen.